welcome to the Auto Parent Podcast, episode 29. I'm your host, Pastor Casey, and I am glad to be back with you this week doing whatever this thing is that we do together every week. After a brief intermission last week, I just want to talk to you briefly about how amazing that experience was with our young people. So we did an intensive cohort of five youth who work together specifically on the intersections of civic engagement, public policy, faith, and theology. They served in mission together uh, with our various partners. They met with local and national leaders and lawmakers, and they drafted a proposal actually that's gonna get sent to our governing body denominationally for a youth mental health advocacy initiative that they worked through from beginning to end. I'm a proud mama over here for all kinds of reasons, and it's just awesome, awesome, awesome to be back with you after experiencing that great week with them. We're going to do something a little bit different today to start our podcast, and I can't wait to tell you about it. I'm so excited. So there are a couple of things that, as a clergy person, I love, and sort of endorse. And so I wanted to, as a part of this podcast, share those things with you um, and see if you might like them too. So I reached out to a couple of friends who have businesses and I wanted to lift up some of those picks to you. I guess we might just call this segment pastor's picks. But the business that I want to highlight today is my friend Heidi Keel's business, Humble Hearts Clergy Apparel. It is timeless garments for pastors. They're made in Minnesota with a commitment to exceptional fabrics, designs, and construction detail. And I own several of these clergy shirts. I have the tunic style shirts and everything that she says about construction detail and designs and fabrics is absolutely true. These garments are beautiful and amazing. Heidi says that her goal is to create beautiful clothing that honors women who have been called into Christian service and leadership. Her verse and her goal is to live a life worthy of the calling that she has received, be completely humble and gentle, be patient, bearing with one another in love. That comes from Ephesians 4 verses 1 and 2. A little bit of background on Heidi. She was a stay-at-home mom for 25 years. She had always planned to look for employment when the kids were grown and gone, but when the time came, she realized that she was lacking some important marketable skills. So when her youngest daughter went off to college, she did the same, and she started by taking a community course in apparel and design and illustration and loved it so much that she enrolled as a full-time student the following fall. During that time, she was a student. During that time, she was a student. She was approached by a pastor who asked if she would sew some tab collar clergy garments for her. She already had designs in mind and fabric chosen. She just needed to bring it to life. And she has to admit that getting the collar just right was a bit of a challenge. But she was patient and she was determined. Over the years, she continued to design and sew clergy apparel for pastors when asked. She loved designing with pastors, but saw it as a hobby rather than a career. But instead, she ended up accepting a full-time position in the costume shop at the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis. It was an incredible experience, she says. Whatever a costume designer can imagine, the tailors, the drapers, the stitchers, and the costume shop at the Guthrie can create. She was so honored to be part of that process. She learned so much, and she worked there from 2013 to 2020, it seems. And then COVID happened, and then the theater closed. And then she decided to take a serious look at starting her own business, designing clergy apparel for women. She loves God. She follows fashion. And blending the two seemed like a good idea. 
Her first garment launched September 21st, 2020, and she continues to be amazed at the challenges and rewards of starting a business, and she continues to be amazed by the strong, knowledgeable, loving, and faithful pastors that she has met in the process. So that's just a little bit of a background on Heidi and Humble Hearts Clergy Apparel. Their website, you can find out all of their information at humbleheartsclergyapparel.com. As I mentioned, I have so many of these tunics and I'm looking forward to getting the newest tunic, which is like a mauve, more of a blousey type tunic. Very excited about it. And just an honor to be able to uplift Heidi and her business with you all today. And so I hope you'll give her a chance to perhaps create some beautiful and amazing clergy apparel for you. And that's all for Pastor's Picks this week. So there you go. We can move right on into some parenting fails, confessions, and wins. We'll start with parenting fails. So this week, I am back after being gone for a week uh, doing youth local mission. Prior to that, the kids and I were in Williamsburg with the family for a little bit. And then prior to that, I was on ASP for a week and I was gone for that as well. So my fail is just inconsistency. It happens to all of us, but my kids have felt a lot of inconsistency, not knowing where I am, why I'm not home, being sort of all over the place. We haven't been able to get into a routine. And so, yeah, we've been feeling the effects of that. I've been feeling the effects of that. And so I'm continuing to try to say to myself, like, it's okay. Guilt and shame can kick rocks. And so if you're needing to hear that, I hope that you can receive that as well. A confession for this week. So my oldest is being enrolled in public school this year for the first time. He was homeschooled last year only because we could not manage virtual kindergarten. Can I get a retweet? And so I have to enroll him in school. And my confession is just that, like, I have tried. I have tried. I have tried to want to get all of the, you know, blood and hair samples and everything that's required to get him enrolled in school together. I've tried and I can't want to, (laughs) which is something that Cash used to say when he was little. I would ask him to do something and he would say, I can't want to do that, mommy. And it's a whole moon. So (laughs) I, at some point, hopefully will be able to register my child for school. But this week, I can't want to. I can't. I can't want to. (laughs) My parenting win is a good one. So yesterday, as I mentioned, I've come off this in... in, immersive week with these youth. We were, you know, 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. every night, exhausting. Yesterday, I decided to take some time with the kids because I hadn't been with them for a whole week and take a Sabbath, which I desperately needed. So I did that, but I found myself sort of dozing off in the middle of the day. (laughs) Cash was so sweet. He noticed that I was getting tired. And so he went and plugged the fan in, which is how I sleep. He plugged the fan in, turned all the lights off, shut the door, And I fell asleep and I was out for a good hour and I got up and was kind of panicked. You know how you wake up and sometimes you're in a panic and I was like, oh my gosh, where are the kids? What are they doing? They're probably destroyed everything. And I got up and I went in there and Cash was laying with Riggs with his arm around him and they were just laying there watching TV. And I was like, oh my gosh, this kid, what did I do to deserve him? (laughs) Um, But it was amazing and it, it felt like a win and I feel rested today. So yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it for sure. 
This has been a segment called Parenting Fails, Confessions, and Wins. I'll remind you as I do every week that you can submit your own SCWs to the podcast. You can do that via voice memo. We'd love to hear your voice. Or you can type them out to us on Instagram or Twitter at AutoParent. And now it's time to do a little something different. Picking a scripture that for this week, I just wanted to talk about something that's been kind of on my mind and on my heart. Yeah, so we'll see if it lands. If it doesn't, that's okay. Maybe next week. <laughs> um, but one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about is sort of validation with our kids and thinking about when and how to validate our kids, why it matters, what's important about it. So this is not exclusively with regards to identity or sexuality, but obviously that's a component of it. It can be something as simple as, right now Cash thinks his name is Jelly, and so he calls himself Jelly all the time. So what what point do we entertain or validate that sort of way or mode of being in the world? And at what point do we say, okay, enough's enough? And so I don't know if any of you are struggling with this. Greg and I try to be sort of open parents and open to the process. And and again, I'll say to you what I always say, which is that our goal is to have our, our kids to have as little to unlearn as possible. So I've been thinking a lot about this. We know a little bit about the development of kids and how things can change over time. And what I want to say to us very clearly and succinctly is that just because something is likely to change doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be validated. So we as parents sometimes can see the arc of our children's development or lives to see that what they're saying right now, oh, that will change, right? Oh, don't worry about it. When you talk to me again when you turn 16, right? Or or whatever, all of those sayings and all of those sort of phrases can feel a bit dismissive and actually can be internalized by our our young ones. So one of the things that I wanna encourage us to think through is how can we continue to validate in each moment the existence, identity, and process of our young ones in each and every moment, (laughs) in each and every moment, and to mean it, right? Because it's one thing to say, I validate you, I hear you, I understand you, and then to, you know, not sort of internalize that yourself and to just kind of roll your eyes behind the curtain. It's hard, hard work, but I know of many, many young people who fear sharing who they are with their, with their parents or with their grownups because they feel like they'll be dismissed for being too young. Oh, you're too young, you couldn't possibly know this about yourself. Or, oh, you're too young, you couldn't possibly be able to predict the future in this way. And I just, I feel this has been on my heart a lot this past week is this desire for us to be able to say, you're valid, I receive you how you are. And the beauty of life is that it changes and that it continues to change. Like, (laughs) in what world would we want to be able to use change as an agent for invalidation? Like, no, of course not. If that were the case, then we would all sort of, (laughs) we would all sort of have like, you know, messed it all up over and over and over again, right? But the beauty is that things are ever evolving, or at least that's the hope, right? And if they're not, then maybe that is something we wanna take a look at. If we are the same people that we were 10, 15 years ago, I would wonder how are we fully living? 
how are we fully engaging with one another? How are we fully showing up in, in our baptismal vocation or in the calling of who we are if we've not changed in 10 to 15 years? So in thinking about all of that with respect to our young ones, I just want you to hear me say this. It's okay for things to change. It doesn't have to be big or scary. It can be big and scary, but it doesn't have to be. It's okay to model acceptance and validation at every turn and for things to change and evolve and for us to continue to validate it along the way. Sometimes it's okay to not know better. <laughs> like, there's no other real way to say that. Like, of course, sometimes we know better, right? Sometimes it's okay to just not know better and to just be and to, to sort of be better, <laughs> to just be in the moment with ourselves, with our young ones, with our partners, and to know that we know that we know that we are in the presence of pure humanity in a way that has been created and honored by God, and that we don't have to know any better than that. Because in fact, you know what? There is nothing better than that. There is nothing better than a pure moment, human to human, an exchange of humanity, of the goodness of humanity, and freedom and validation and access to spirit. All of that goodness can happen in that moment. And anything that we say indicating that somehow we know better, it trumps spirit. And I don't think we're here for that. I'm not here for that, at least. Uh, so it, it's something that I wanna continue to think about and work on this week. I would encourage you to do the same thing. If you wanna talk about this more, I would love to talk more about this because it's something that's on my mind. You can just reach out and email me if you want to. Email is kc at foundryumc.org. So yeah, that's something that I want us to think about this week. Think about how we can validate, how we can sometimes be and, and be better rather than knowing better. I hope you'll stick around for next week. Our podcast guest is sort of a famous TikToker, question mark. I can't wait for you to meet her. Episode 30 of the Auto Parent Podcast drops next week with a very, very, very special guest. And it's a video episode. You know it had to be. So I look forward to seeing you there. Same time, same place. Thanks for listening to the Auto Parent Podcast. We're going to leave you with a parent mantra, something you can say to yourself or to your partner just to know that you're not alone. Your mantra for this week is, it's okay for me to change. It's okay for me to change. Because friends, if we don't believe that, it's going to be really hard to convince our kids. this, you don't have to be an auto parent to be a good one. I've been your host, Pastor KC. You can follow me on Twitter at RevKCBC. Join us next week, same time, same place. You can find out more information about Foundry United Methodist Church by visiting our website, www.foundryumc.org. If you're specifically looking for information about our family ministries department or our offerings for parents, you can find those at www.foundryumc.org slash family ministries.